glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards all people. We we'll bow our knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom all the families in heaven and the earth are named. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever in Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name. Our topic is Jesus bridged the enmity. Jesus Christ bridged the enmity. Ephesians 3, 17 and 19. Let's pray together. O Lord, the Word and the Holy Spirit, root out enmity and hatred, haughty spirit, out of our lives and replace with grace and truth, replace with faith and love for peaceful relationships in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, say it again, by His grace, Christ is dwelling in my heart and I am rooted and grounded in faith and love, filled, filled with the fullness of God for love and faith and peaceful relationships in the name of Jesus Christ. What is enmity? What is enmity? Enmity is a deep-seated ill will, hatred, hostility, unfriendly feelings, energetic dislike, animosity, acrimony, bitterness and ill feeling, open or concealed. But I thank God because the blood of Jesus has eliminated those attitudes in our lives in Jesus' name. The fall of man, Adam and Eve, brought about the enmity between man and between God and man and between man and man. In, in Romans 3.23, we know it, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And in 1 Corinthians 15, it says, As in Adam all died, in Christ Jesus are we all made alive. The Bible says that sin entered into the world through one man, Adam. Righteousness have entered again through Jesus Christ. So as we embrace him in our life, the righteousness is a gift. And so as we embrace righteousness, which is Jesus Christ, I see us living a righteous and peaceful life in Jesus' name. In 2 Corinthians 5.19, 2 Corinthians 5.19, the Bible says that God is in Christ Jesus, reconciling the world back to himself. So Jesus Christ is the link between God and man and between man and man. And Lord Jesus, we appreciate you for what you have done. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verses 14 to 18, Ephesians 2, 14 to 18 says, For he is our peace, that is Jesus is our peace, who have made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us. He has broken the enmity between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the laws of commandment contained in the ordinances for to make himself of twine one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which are afar off and to them that are near. For through Jesus we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. 
and in Hebrew 10, 19 to 20, Hebrew 10, 19 and 20, the Bible says, because of the blood of Jesus, we now have boldness. We now have access and boldness to enter into the presence of God without guilt because the blood of Jesus has reconciled us back to God. So we have access before the presence of God. So you don't need to be going around and looking for somebody that will pray for you. You enter the presence of God by the by the way of the blood, by the way and the new by the way and new living way, according to this aspect, according to this Hebrew 10, 19 and 20, he said, and having therefore brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus Christ, by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh, he paid the price with his body on the cross so we have access before God and we will not feel guilty. The position of the cross is vertical and horizontal. Vertical is that Jesus being in the middle reconciling man back to God and horizontal he was he reconciled man to man. Mm, thank you Jesus. Jesus is the peace between God and man and between man and man he brought us together through his death on the cross. He has broken down the wall of prejudice, enmity between God and man and between man and man. He destroyed the barriers people built between themselves. This wall or enmity or prejudice is removed by the blood of his cross. Now we can have real love with with people we are not like, the people that are not like us, we can have real love. We can easily relate with people that are not like us because the enmity against each other have been put to death by the blood of his cross. Every one of us now have access to the Father by the blood and by his spirit. As, a born, as one is born again, as one is born again, his or her life should be giving glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards all men. And that is the essence of the being born again. Where you say you are born again, your heart is circumcised and that animosity, that prejudice, that enmity should be destroyed by the blood of the cross and you will now be filled with the love of God. The two greatest commandments that Jesus gave, which other laws are hinging on or hanging on, is found in Matthew 22, 36 to 40, Mark 12, 28 to 31, Luke 10, 35 to 37, but let's see Matthew 22, 36 to 40, it says, Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. So when you are born again, you have given your life to Christ, you begin to love God supremely. God becomes everything to you. God becomes the pilot of your life. It, 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 when you love God, you, you will necessarily love human beings. So the Bible says, as one is born again, the two commandments is love God 
and love their fellow human beings. They love God. To love God is that in nothing should you ever be offended in God. For God is always right and just and blessed are you when you obey Him. When you obey God in all things, you will enjoy His blessings. Your neighbor is every human being. Your neighbor is every human being. Every human being is your neighbor, especially those around you. In Zechariah 8, 17a, in Zechariah 17, Zechariah 8, verse 17, it says, And let none of you imagine evil in your heart against your neighbor. You should not imagine any evil against anybody. That is what is called love, goodwill towards all people. You should not imagine evil. And that spirit of root of evil in our heart is destroyed now by the blood of Jesus and is replaced with the love of God in the name of Jesus Christ. You can be angry with neighbor but do the right thing. You can be angry and do the right thing. You see it in Ephesians 4, 26 to 27. He said, be angry and sin not. Be angry and sin not. In understanding, you should be a man. A man is someone that does not keep malice. That is, a man is somebody that does not think evil of people, but he thinks of the best way to proffer peace and unity. You see it in 1 Corinthians 14, 20. Brethren, be not children in understanding. How beat a malice be ye children, but in understanding be men. To be to be malicious is to think evil in your heart because people can people think that when you are not greeting somebody you are you are malice with the person. No, you can be greeting somebody and yet you are malice with that person because you are thinking evil, and you might not be thinking evil and might not greet people. So it's a thing of the heart. And thank God because God has circumcised our heart. A man is somebody that has understanding. You see it in Job twenty six. 12b, Job 26, 12b says, by his understanding he smite through the crowd. So by understanding, you'll be able to maneuver things around you and make peace in your environment. In 1 Peter 2.15, 1 Peter 2.15, for so is the will of God that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorant of foolish men. You discover that it's foolishness and stupidity, ignorance that causes people to be proud. So you as a Christian that have understanding should be able to be in control of your environment and the relationship in which you find yourself. Abraham separated from Lot and yet interceded for Lot. In the book of Genesis chapter 13, Abraham was in a disagreement or Abraham was in disagreement with his nephew Lot that he brought up. But when there was strife, because Abraham was a person of understanding, they separated. And yet Abraham, in the book of Genesis 19.29, when God was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, where, uh, where Lot was, Abraham prayed for Lot and God remembered Lot because of Abraham. So as a born-again Christian, 
as a born-again Christian, our life should be giving glory to God in the highest and peace and goodwill towards all people. You see it in Luke 2, 11 and 14. And as a born-again, God has given us the spirit of faith, of power, of love, and of sound mind, and of sound mind to maintain peace in our environment, to maintain peace in this life. And as a born-again Christian, we are filled with the spirit of love, so no place for enmity in our lives. We are filled with the spirit of love, so no place for enmity. You see it in Romans 5, verse number 5. And as a born-again Christian, we are rooted and grounded in faith and love, so we overcome the iniquity and enmity in the world. We are filled, we are grounded and rooted in the love of God that enables us to overcome the iniquity and enmity in the world. In Ephesians 3, 17, it says that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that ye be rooted and grounded in the love. So I am rooted and grounded in faith and in the love of God. Because in Matthew 24, verse 12, Matthew 24, verse 12 says, And because iniquity shall burn, the love of many shall wax full, shall wax, wax cold. Our faith, our love will not wax cold because we are filled and we are grounded with the love of God. The wickedness and evil and iniquity and enmity in the world can never withstand the love of God in our lives. So the enmity had been breached. So go home, do everything you can to see that the gospel penetrates everywhere you are. And that is the solution to the peace of the world. Jesus said, my peace I give unto you. In the world you will have tribulation. So the more of Christ, the more the gospel spreads, the more we have peace. So go ahead and preach the gospel. It says in Psalm 133 verse 1, Psalm 133 verse 1, Behold, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity, to dwell together in peace. And may this be our experience as individuals in our homes, in our families, and with one another. May we experience untold peace in our lives and in our homes, and may the peace of God be restored in the body of Christ that we will be able to affect our nation in Jesus' name. Stay blessed in God's love, in peace and goodwill towards all people. In Jesus' name.